so today's the day season finale feeling so excited well listen we got we got some plans we got some plans here um (laughs) things we promised you listeners with some pop culture and we did not deliver it this year we will make intentions for season two to give you a little bit more pop culture and incorporate that as we usually just talk about pop culture off pod i really look forward to to jibber jabbering about nonsense and the things that bring us joy which is <laughs> pop culture today um i know i wanted to incorporate that and i also want to make sure that we do some highlights highlights of the season highlights of our lives I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I just want to give a little, I want to give another, like a, a, another option, but yes. So this year, some people have called this year, 2020 extended. Okay. Other people yeah. have said it's even worse than 2020. I've been hearing around other people have said, what is, what is time? What is time? I don't know. This year feels like it's a little different than previous years when we're like, where did the year go? But also in particular, when it comes to pop culture, there were some really random moments in COVID via pandemic. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we're going to get into it. We love the tea, as we've mentioned in the past. We love pop culture. We love, you know, talking about it. And I really, I heard this before, but culture is the way that we talk about like we explain and talk about the world, like yeah. for for everyone in a way that people, everybody can sort of get into. So we yes. are excited to finish this year off with some pop culture moments that brought us the absolute joy. So much yes. joy. And this is Beyond Curious with Maya and Kara. A podcast about two friends taking chances to nurture connection. <laughs> we're back and we are back for the end of the year wrap up there isn't a year where i haven't gone with saying i watch too much television i've consumed too much media but (laughs) boy did i lean into it in a way this year that i really really am not sure how to feel about honestly (laughs) how about you I don't know about you, but I feel like I really stretched myself mm-hmm. when it came to TV and media. I, I, I dabbled in things that I never thought I saw for myself this time last year. I said, oh, yeah, mom, I could, I just could never watch the bachelor. Now this is just one show where I draw the, I kid you not. It was winter break <laughs> last year. I was like, oh, oh. And let me tell you, this year, a part of the franchise, (laughs) y'all. I'm here to stay. As long as they keep bringing the Blacks back, I will be here. Is your next journey going to be you being the Bachelorette? Is that what you're going for? Could you do it? Would you do it? I could not. I absolutely could not. Not to mention, do you know know how much I get paid? It's quite underwhelming. First off, it's summer. It's two months. But they get paid like a hundred thousand, and I'm not sure if it's a hundred thousand an episode. They get, they get paid. They have to. It's their image being used. Yeah. I just I thought it was just a voluntary situation. Girl, no. The reality stars get paid. It's not just love. You I are- mean, a hundred thousand is kind of nice for two months, bitch. I mean, I get they get to buy all the clothing and shit. That fifty that's grand nothing. a month. So in other words. 
15 the grand bachelor, a month? The Bachelorette and the Bachelor franchise couldn't afford me. <laughs> to answer your question, they and couldn't I'm like, afford the money? me. <laughs> Karen's like, I would just go for love. I didn't even think I need to get paid. Um, <laughs> I really was just like seeking out a good connection. Oh, I get Both to go in a helicopter? Okay. Right. Fiji? <laughs> Oh my god to think that like the the cool places these last couple of years during COVID have been like go to Pennsylvania go oh, to yeah. Minnesota that's <laughs> made me really bummed <laughs> not that there are great places but boy not the yes. same as <laughs> and mind you that's how I've been introduced to it and I'm like wow this is so cool you were the one who were like actually they actually go places where <laughs> you know the borders are open I'm like what they for it real for real better? <laughs> oh yeah I mean the dates are exactly the same amount of awkwardness <laughs> yes always always it's just the b-roll is prettier <laughs> the backgrounds get a little fresher a little bluer oh, yeah. greener yeah. what about you what what has been how have you ex- expanded you know it's so funny because you're absolutely right that I also took some chance took some chances um in the media formats this year I honestly recently I don't know why but literally the past couple weeks I've been watching YouTube video after YouTube video of kitchen nightmares with Gordon Ramsay I don't know why I don't as, as I've mentioned before reality shows aren't my jam but somehow boy that YouTube algorithm sucked me in and I am fully interested in, ha- in learning how these kitchens operate because <laughs> I couldn't have a restaurant looks so freaking difficult <laughs> wait so who so who is doing the nightmares are they the the contestants on his Great show question. or is it is it him and how he rant once in a lifetime messes things up like what's happening oh great that's an interesting um that's an interesting show too no I okay so I've only, but prior to this, I only saw clips of Gordon Ramsay and he's always like really cruel. And I'm just like yeah. not interested in watching someone be mean. No, but what Karen does not me, have a threshold for mean. <laughs> no, no, it's just a, like, what's the point? You know, right, it's like, right. a point of cruelty. Um, but anyway, so I never, I never thought it interesting before, but then these, there, it started as like these two minute, God damn it, YouTube knows what they're doing. Start these like two minute little clips mm-hmm. of like, what, was the chef doing in the kitchen and what disaster like the most recent one I I watched was that they were using powder minestrone soup and serving that at a restaurant at an Italian restaurant like yikes so that type of stuff I was I was watching and it it wasn't as much about his reaction but more about like what are what are cooks doing you know what I mean I've seen mm. I have I've seen folks do beautiful things at restaurants like I've had so many amazing foods mm-hmm. I've eaten so many great places it's pr- truly a one of the best pleasures in my opinion um but it's really fun to watch the things you don't know you know um and how it's how it, cutting corners really can happen really easily especially when you're trying to like when you don't have the money or you're you know still learning skills right um but anyway um, don't have, it, it's just fascinating to learn. I, what I'm taking away is just like the difficulty of running a kitchen. I could never do it. I, I think it's one of the most difficult looking jobs. So stressful. I don't know how, I mean, I would have a mental breakdown. I know for sure. 
um, doing that job. So, but it's been really fun to watch. He'll come in, taste mm-hmm. what's going on and then try to help and support these failing businesses. That's essentially what it is. Oh, it's pretty I cool. Yeah. I mean, he's mean. Again, he's mean. Right. But, like, but he does have a heart there. The, the mission is heart centric. He's genuinely trying like. to improve the business too, which is like, not, I, I think often it's unnecessary and for TV and I hope he, I'll see little moments and I'm like oh I think he might be nicer not on camera mm. or you know what I mean right. and so because there are some things that he said to people and they're like this guy this guy like told him off and I was like I would have probably done the same thing mm-hmm. because I would not I mean to say he's a dumbass you know it's like not valuable you know right right but also uh, my peoples do come in knowing who they're going to be working with it, they, they right. didn't they didn't go to rachel ray for for support in terms <laughs> of their, their their dishes they're like nah i need real accountability in a real way ramsey yeah. where are you but to your point about running a restaurant i can't miss i can't mix business and pleasure like that Mm-mm. like just on the simple Mm-mm. ground of like appreciating food and like working the business in that way that he was like chefs have to be passionate about it every day and i think that i think he's right about that however to be serving 150 people 200 people more than that a night i i don't know how you get how you maintain that passion when you're fucking exhausted and you're Mm -hmm. up against time it's like I, i mean he's right that sustainably you have to be passionate, but I, I would love to learn from a chef on how they, how they stay passionate during the day, during the slog, because it is not ever easy. It's just not an easy job. You know, so, it's just a lot of appreciation for the, for the food industry. It's, it's, it's really not easy actually, which might I add, um, you may actually like this Netflix show that honestly was one of my favorite Netflix shows this season. Okay. Actually, I'm not, I know the girls may disagree. I mean, the girls, but I do not really like baking shows. I don't like the British Bake Off. I don't like watching food shows when I have not eaten. I feel like that is a form yes. of torture that we do not talk about. I don't like it. However, <laughs> I do like chef female protagonists mm-hmm. who are writing a cookbook and the show's called On the Verge. And it's about these okay. four middle-aged best friends in California. And yeah. I guess middle-aged, they're all like, I never know what middle age is. If we're like, if we're literally trying to like defeat ageism, I don't really know. And like 30 is really not the decline. I mean, no age. What is a decline? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, but if we're saying 30, 30 isn't even half your lifespan, your life expectancy. So it's definitely not there. Hopefully not. I I mean, come on. They're in their late 40s, it says. Late 40s. Okay. Yes. So it's about these four women who Mm -hmm. are best friends and they're all quote unquote on the verge of something. And it's just like them working through life and like (gasps) how they're like basically they're their parents, like not what their parents thought they would be like and just wrestling like what is it that they want in this new chapter of their life. And when I tell you I devoured this show brought me so much joy it was one of those shows you get to to the end of it and you're like so there's no season two 
It has to stop right now. Anyway, the last episode ends with COVID being on the brink of coming into the US. I was like, what? That was the last episode. That bums me out. Yeah, it was kind of, it was, it was dramatic in that sense. But yes, female protagonist, she's super dope on the mm-hmm. verge. I feel like you would love it. She's French, comes into the States. <laughs> But yeah, I could do that. But no, the actual chefs, I, I can't, I can't I, it doesn't, it doesn't really give me joy. That's cool. On the topic of food, mm-hmm. I have to ask you a question. Sure. So would you rather not have your favorite food ever or never have oral sex? Which? Holy moly not have your favorite foods ever or never have oral sex again food i'm sorry the answer is food (laughs) how about you and that's why and that's why we that's why we know that's who we are and that's why we're besties okay (laughs) (laughs) alignment alignment there are so many types of foods that i love there's so many great ones if i gave up one that would suck, but no one dare. No, what, what, man. What, what? No, no. I, I couldn't. I just, I just, yeah. The, the, the food is gonna have to go. The, the food yeah. is gonna have to go. And I think for it's me- one item. It's one food item, and all the food items. That's fine. We're gonna talk about pop culture today. I want to know what were some highlights. We, we. Vogue's top 10 dropped um, not pretty pretty recently. Um, and so we wanted to just dive into it a little bit. Let's dive in. So tell me, what were your, what were your maybe like, what was a top pop culture moment? It's twofold, right? There's pop culture moments, which were in the Vogue, but there's also like yes. moments of, in pop culture that brought us joy. Let's start with Vogue. 10 best pop culture moments. All right, there's two of them that I realized that made me really realize uh, that I I don't know a lot of these people. I I, I don't know. (laughs) There's there's a couple things here where I I have no, Taylor Swift, for instance, you're not gonna get, I guess she did something over and over again. She's on some charts. But yeah. there's, yeah. She's not your girl. Is what she's you're she's she's not really she's not really my girl. I think. Listen, uh, controversial opinion. People try to make Taylor Swift like she was what Britney was, and Taylor Swift just isn't that. And the Swifters at me. It'd be great for the show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said. Brittany I know. I was Taylor like, that's fucking fighting words. The same, honey. Mm-hmm. They are not the same. Which mm-hmm. brings me to the Free Britney movement. Yeah, that was on. What that was, was that on number, the list. What number three, maybe? Yes. And when it comes to mainstream, more white culture, number that two is the one that probably the biggest like mainstream white that culture. I I had <laughs> that I had any uh uh sort of opinions on because who didn't love Britney Britney yeah dude 
Britney was a vibe. It's Britney, bitch. Legendary icon. And all the documentaries coming out, it was like, what's happening? It was To this day, day, she still wears low-rise jeans. How? How? That that style was for nobody except for her. That's that's the other half of it, right? It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Britney and... I just want her to get the mentorship. I'm happy she's free. I just yeah, really hope she gets the mentorship and the guidance she needs. Because I'm like, girl, it was yeah, you're acting up kind of close to to being free. I don't I just don't want them to rethink these things. You gotta calm down a little bit. And now yeah. that she's out, I just don't, yeah. I just don't have the life that she wants. Like everyone deserves that, you know? Everyone fucking deserves it. I just, I'm happy for it? her. When it came out, what'd you think? Um, I had a lot of feelings about it. Like, obviously I felt like, um, I don't know if you watched the New York Times Framing Britney Spears documentary. I watched it and then showed it to my mom. Like, that's mm. how good I thought the, I, I thought it was really well done. One of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. Um, still processing. One of the um, hosts was featured in it, which was really fun to see Wesley Morris. And I really liked so that. Good. I really like that they like turned it on us in, in a lot of ways as consumers like what the fuck were you doing because you mm. contributed to this and and I did for sure so like I'm just rooting for a man I'm rooting for I think it's like bullshit fodder that the media's her. like what celebrities are are celebrating her and what ones aren't fuck off that's none of that's none of our business get the fuck out of here like stop making money off of Britney's name let's keep moving you know like let her do her damn thing at the same time, I loved Niecy Nash's comment when Britney came out with the post and was like, I'm engaged. <laughs> and oh, Niecy Nash was like, make sure he signs a prenup. We're talking about yeah. Octavia Spencer, Spencer, who was notably in Hidden Figures. That's that's what I'm going to notably mention her in, because I will not talk about the help or get home safe, Ma. I will, I will not talk about those two movies and her involvement. In that Did movie. you watch? But uh, Hidden Figures, she was that girl. She was the one who told Britney, make sure you get a prenup. <laughs> she was helping <laughs> Britney. Is it helping? Is it? Is it? I, listen, I'm pretty I hope sure she Britney knows it. what a prenup is. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I think there's. The, you she, think they're chill? You think they're friends? Her, Octavia Spencer and Britney? I don't know if her and her man are really friends. That's the problem. What? I don't. I don't know. They've been about together him. for like super, a super long time. I don't know. I don't know his intentions. I mean, look, it, I it's, giving, it's giving. It's giving. I don't know. To be to be famous is a fucking curse. I get it. Whew, that's what I'm saying. People Magazine. I'll pass. <laughs> well, it would be nice to make money off your. I mean, this is your brand, right? But yeah yeah anyway okay so that was one I will say for me standout standout moment like for the like the silliness of it all I could not fucking stop looking at pictures of Benefer 2.0 obsessed and I don't know why I think because I grew up when like the dress the whole their whole coupleship her like love life has been in the media forever Mm -hmm. I am obsessed with this I hate that I'm obsessed with it because it's like so inappropriate. Why is it inappropriate? I when I heard it, I don't like to I be just... a voyeur in people's lives. I wouldn't want that if I were them. I get that it's valuable for both of them. Like they're right. sure with it. 
And, and at the same time, we're talking about pop culture, man. Do you <laughs> that think is literally, that is literally? We are literally talking about Voyeur. Yeah. This is whole episode. I know, I know. Wait, do you think? Do you think it's a stunt, or do you think they're like really like enjoying each other's company? I think they. You really think they're really trying to make it work? Each other's, I think they're really, really enjoying each other's company. I think they had an incredible connection, and they were engaged. They were engaged. They were. Would engaged. you go back? And Jennifer back? moves on. I, this is this is to me. Her dating style is the most boss bitch shit ever. Like I just, she keeps her a man who puts her on a pedestal. And when they start acting up, she moves. She moves right along, and she says, hmm. "I know." <laughs> well, Ben did call me, and on the red carpet after that red carpet at the MAs the other. <laughs> A few months ago it's like whew, love it i don't think here here's my opinion because i actually had a car i had an uber ride chatting about this with the um and she was like i love that when like she said the same thing about a pedestal and then she's like and then i'm gone but she does this is not the first time she's gone back with an ex and so that bums me out because i'm like you deserve better then like if you're not compatible at some point like you I'm I'm here I'm genuinely interested is this as an experiment like are you more compatible with them later in your life that might be the case but like there's so many men out there that would that's such a good point love her yeah yeah no your ex is an ex for a reason I mean yeah that's that (laughs) we have to learn we gotta learn girl we we know we we we, we traipse on back too so listen I mean, right say what we jennifer say. I, no, no we, judgment. Are, we are her and she is we <laughs> we get it girl but we're also trying Whenever i don't look that fucking good if i look that good get the fuck out of here i mean that woman uh, doesn't age she's so she she takes pretty. good care of herself and it just yeah. she really shows. she really does yeah it shows yeah. Mm-hmm anyway so yeah yeah that's that's my that's that's something i was like ridiculous about needing to see every picture wanting to get all the all the deeds about it but it did it did shake up the internet because honestly i thought her and a-rod were Mm -hmm. so cute i love them and i love their mixed family coming and moving in a big wolf pack it was just (sighs) it was it was great until it was like oh but supposedly A-Rod wasn't doing what he needed to do, but yeah, knows. I mean, I mean, next or there were so always, previous? there was all truly there, <laughs> there was always shit about like him, him fucking up, you know, yeah. always in the, in the media, whether or not that's true. Like we know that like, there's all kinds of stuff that gets twisted, turned, flipped it, reversed it, whatever. Anywho. I will say, I think the show, the TV show that delighted me the most, the most, the most. Ooh, yes. Um, the show Dickinson, Dickinson. On, on Apple TV. Ooh, it, you're getting real. Have you seen the morning show? My dad's obsessed with it. Oh, bitch. Have I seen the morning show? Actually, my dad wanted me to watch it. He got me into it. Me too. Okay, so I have oh to watch it. Oh my God. Why, why yeah. is it a dad thing? <laughs> I don't know because it's I think because most I mean for me I know nothing about it so it yeah well okay so it's a story of like a media company that is like rocked by sexual assault you know like there's a predator in the building you know it's like it's very much like a Matt Lauer scenario 
um so interesting yeah so that being said like I didn't want to watch it because I was just like I don't want to emotionally like yeah consume any more sexual assault in my life I like don't have the emotional energy we are in COVID times this isn't it but I got into it and I got into it it's exceptional exceptional but also this is not Dickinson (laughs) this is not Dickinson I actually had I thought about you know a lot of the things that we're talking about I I thought about um the morning show but Dickinson is um a dramatized like I think how I'm going to describe it is like a an art piece of someone imagining what Emily Dickinson's life was kind of like based on her Mm. poems and I think there's some historical like underpinnings it's very good and it's funny um it's creative it's they they take these they try to like make the characters and this is like this is an old timey I don't I mean when I say old timey so she was in the 1800s 1830 through 1886 was when she was alive Mm. and she so this whole story Haley Steinfeld is is Emily Dickinson and I've been fucking loving Haley Steinfeld and everything that she's been doing um and it's they try to like place these young people into a world while using like while making it very tongue-in-cheek and hip there's interesting music in it they some of the dialogue is like absolutely meant to like mirror right now and like hip wealthy people it's just like very fun they they have like really great cameos um z-way is um is a cameo in it it's just so fucking good i really love it um it, it, it brings up really funny and um, like tough things in funny ways. And I just mm-hmm. really enjoy this show. Fucking don't sleep on it. It's so good. If you like. Oh, wow. Music, and it's, it's it. three. <clears throat> this is, they're on their third season now. Yeah. 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 I got into it last year and I'm just every. I, I mean, I just I look forward to this show. I look forward to it. So yeah what about you did you see fleabag on amazon prime absolutely not i hate cringe (gasps) i hate cringe can't do it i know i know everyone says i would love it but i the idea oh so stressful i don't i don't think so i i feel i feel like i feel like you need to watch just one episode just just one you can you can you can give you can give one if the, this okay. many people have told you. Uh, everyone you, said everyone's you, like Fleabag is one of the best shows ever. I, I'm aware that it, what it what it's what it how it stands in the well, world. Here's the thing: it doesn't it suck when like something that you've loved for so long starts to become this like cliche thing, and it's like yes, you guys were now you're riding with it because it's on season fucking four, and I was in here shooting with them at the gym. That's kind of yeah. how I feel about Fleabag. Um, That's funny, <laughs> but anyway. Dickinson, I'm at, listen, I gotta give Apple TV a try. I gotta just go in. Yeah. I mean, I got, I, I have access. There's no reason. I feel like Apple TV kind of yeah. just came out of nowhere too. It was like, boom, great content. They have some great content. I really love Central Park. I think it's very funny. It's an animated show, um, mm-hmm. animated musical, great. Um, and I love a musical. Um, I really love Acapulco. I've been really enjoying that. That, um, comedy show um hey. controversial opinion you know actually i think it's today that the the sex and the city reboot is is launching 
or is restarting up and i will say <laughs> who asked for it is she still with mr big i think so oh, here's the thing okay. i fucking loved sex in the city so like i get it doesn't make sense like i part of me feels like this this reboot is for me but who asked for it the people the people love a reboot this is the year <sighs> i don't get it the last five years has been the years of you're right. reboots you're yeah. right mm -hmm. i just don't understand it doesn't make sense to me will i watch it yes will it be right away <laughs> no i don't care i mean i'll watch but i'll basically watch anything <laughs> um but it really is i don't know why it just kind of like annoys me that it's out there it just doesn't feel like it provides new stuff give me a, a better ho holiday movie that's what no. i want to see listen i uh, a better holiday movie is, yeah. did they do a holiday movie um, oh you're just no, saying no i'm just saying <gasps> generally like um streaming services Have give you me some seen more better hallmark movies man single all the way not yet or netflix <gasps> Is it it? Is it it? Because I was going to put it on there. I was going to watch it next. I watched it last weekend. Really? With my good friends, Monet. And okay. it was... Uh, and this is why people love... This is why Netflix is not going anywhere. Yeah, Because they do... They just, they just get it, right? Hallmark gave yeah. us two queer movies because they were forced to do it. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And Netflix is like... You know, we're just gonna we're gonna do it for the girl. I mean, yes, single all yeah. the way was a good time. I enjoyed it. It was a it was a cute little love story. It was a cute okay. little love story. I don't want to spoil it because it's on your queue. And Please don't spoil it. It's definitely gonna be spoiler watched. alert. But it's basically about two best friends who go home for Christmas, oh. and um. Yeah, they're two best friends who go home for Christmas and you know, crazy families. What crazy family looks like and brings out of people, so. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. Christmas movies are something that like universally my mom, my dad and I will all enjoy watching together. Oh, I love so, that. So, <laughs> you know, we did watch, I can't remember the name of it on Netflix. It was the one with the girl from uh, that vampire TV show on CW in Jimmy O. Yang, who was in, um, Silicon Valley on HBO and there's a scene that's so funny they like rework the words of mm -hmm. maybe it's cold outside and I I thoroughly I mean it was an okay movie I thoroughly enjoyed that scene I think about it fairly frequently um and how funny it was so I also recommend that one if you see the girl from Vampire Vampire Diaries it was just I a great them. it was just a great scene that I just I recommend watching for that because it's pretty fun um I highly recommend I'd rather just watch the original Sex in the City. Like I'm I'm trying to get through those again. At one point I was doing, I was watching mm -hmm. Sex in the City and Girlfriends at the same time. And then obviously- oh, Great idea. Yeah, it was, it, yes. it was great. Um, until like, I was like, this is work. So then I just like <laughs> both franchises. Yeah, yeah, and it moved, was work. And shifted gear, shifted gears to another streaming platform. Until I went back to Netflix for something else. But that's the thing. You're it's funny. like we are in the golden age of TV right now. We really are. There's just so much good content with like black and brown people just like yeah. doing dope shit. And I'm like, yeah. I just remember being like, where am I? And now it's like I can curate my experience to be like, oh, there I am. I have a film and an album. 
that just like brought my year in like full. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the harder they fall was one of my favorite movies on Netflix. And okay. when I tell you everybody yes. is in this black Western, Jonathan Majors from Lovecraft Country. I mean, mm -hmm. it was Zazie Beats from Atlanta. Regina King, who is forever oh, awesome. the Regina Queen, really. It's it's interchangeable. Lakeith Sanfield, <laughs> also from Atlanta. Um, and there were even some like new folks who I was just getting introduced to, like Danielle Deadweiler, who like played like the baddest like shootout Western, oh yeah, like queer Westerner on in 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 the game. Um, the movie, did I say Idris Elba? Just, no. just beautiful. Just, yeah. just, just an incredibly beautiful, beautiful cast. Um, and it was just, I watched, I, the way I watched it was like, I literally was watching on my laptop and I was like, fuck this. I must see this on the projector. Like I literally, it was a movie night with myself. Like that was another thing. It just mm -hmm. like, brought me the most joy um but yeah it's a western it's a black western and there's literally this one scene that <laughs> so and it won't spoil it. it it won't spoil it but there's this one scene where regina king and lakeith sanfield mm -hmm. are literally on their way to like stop a train like stop a train and the yeah. train is like so they go like in the middle of the train tracks they go in the middle of the train tracks and they basically like regina queen just like kind of just stands there regina king but i just have to say regina queen um yeah. she just stands there and <laughs> the conductor is like having to like and like stop yeah. it because like what the who what are you doing and then so the conductor hops out and literally the guy comes out and he was like this this white conductor comes out and he was like what are you doing right he was about to say what are y'all doing and he yeah. stops and like N and then regina queen comes out of nowhere and just like shoots him <laughs> in the head and lakeith sanfield was like wait he could have said nincompoop <laughs> <laughs> and regina queen says Regina King, we ain't no nincompoops. <laughs> and it was just one of those like Westerns that like, what the Django Unchained try to be, yeah. un you know, without Quentin Tarantino's obsession with the N word Tarantino. and black people yeah. and yeah. whatever this man's name is. Um, <laughs> It was like what it tried to be, but like so much better. It was like a satire. It was like, it was action packed. It was funny. It was just like, That's fun. it active. It was activism. It was pro-black. That sounds awesome. Honestly, Lakeith Stanfield and Zazie Beats are probably two of the most hot, the hottest people I've ever seen in my entire life. And I would love to see them in everything. So like, I'm obsessed with Atlanta because I, I because it's great writing, but like, they are so hot. So, my favorite album this year, hands down, was Jal Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels. When I tell you from front to back, it is an album. She calls it a mixtape. And whenever a uh, artist calls it a mixtape, and then later people are like, no, 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 honey, this is an album, you know that they did not, 
they were just really just speaking from the heart and was like, listen, don't judge me for it, but this is, I don't know, there's something about it that she was like kind of downplaying. It is like, I believe it's eight songs and six interludes. And when I tell you the album is like, it's about self-love, it's about like, like black women's coming to age, like it is about, I mean, it really is a coming to age album, but this is how Jasmine Sullivan mm -hmm. describes it. And she just, after six years being gone, after her last album reality show, she just came out with just like full force of like soul of like conversations. It just is such a, I cried to that song. I can listen to it through and through. And it's just like a self love, figuring it out anthem. Honestly, I feel like it's this year's, it is the 20s miseducation of Lauren Hill. Oh yeah. shit. Absolutely, absolutely. Ooh, so, I'm really excited to, okay, yeah. so I, full disclosure, I haven't listened to the whole album, but like, I could not stop listening to Pick Up Your Feelings. Could not stop listening mm -hmm. to it. One of my favorite mm -hmm. songs of the year, for sure. Loved how much it got played on the radio. It was, it brought me so much joy. I felt it in every part of me. So when you're saying that it's all of that, the whole album, absolutely yes absolutely and yes. it had oh, features with ari lennox with her yeah. it was just her like she's been in the game for so long and then she created space also for the new girls in r&b so it's just a it. it's a timeless album that i'll be still listening to up and up and beyond but yeah come to find yeah. out it won npr's album of the year this year really which is like just they just they they get it so yeah. <laughs> um so yeah We'll see. I love She's up for that. Grammys, some Grammys too. So who who knows? The the Grammys don't always uh yeah. Deliver, as we know. They just don't. Right. <laughs> so yes, now that we've done that, what are you looking forward to? What's your predictions for 2022? I so first what I'm looking forward to when I heard that Wicked was getting rebooted with Ariana Grande and Cynthia um Erivo. I freaking lost my mind. Uh, I am so fucking excited. I love this musical. Cynthia Revo is fucking beautiful. Ariana Grande, also beautiful. And then I got into a rabbit hole watching Cynthia performing at different places. And like, it was just so much fun. It was so much fun to see her like performing these on, thank God for, for television and YouTube. <laughs> because I think it's going to be so much fun. The show is going to be great. It's going to be so great. So I'm really looking forward to Wicked. Um, and I also... Oh my God. So that's true? That's Ariana true. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's going to be I, incredible. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't mean to burst what? a bubble, man. But Ariana Grande doing theater is just... It's just... I just don't know. It's one of those things like... You know like, she started out in acting, right? But honey, theater isn't network TV, honey. I don't think it's going to be network TV. I think it's going to be filmed. I'm fairly certain it's not going to be a live production. Oh, it's I not. A oh, okay. Just don't put her up to fail doing a live on Broadway. I don't that's think I it's going to happen that way. No, oh, no, 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 no. okay. But yeah, if it's filmed, like, yeah, I think she could do it. I don't know. I Theater I takes like, a different set of, of skill set. It really does. It is. It does. For sure. And no, listen, I, I, I love Ariana Grande. I really do. 
I think I think she's I think she's great and I mm -hmm. I loved her I loved her last album yeah I'm dead listen if there was I don't know we don't have to put, put them up against the other but Ariana is definitely my take I yeah 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 I I'm I'm really freaking excited about that um we'll see how it goes I also you know? saw Wicked on Broadway so I'm also kind of personal so did it's I. kind of personal yeah I don't know yeah. if I could see her on I could I just can't see it and she's I would supposed love to, to be the good witch. Yeah. Uh, is she supposed to be the good witch? That's what I heard. Which is like also a, a what the I think because she has such a like a a soft voice that yeah. I can see her singing popular. You know? Because it's such like a girly, bubblegummy, you know? And I but I think honestly I, I think her she's, voice is such a, a great voice her voice is a lullaby yeah yeah so mm -hmm. I kind of see that um and honestly like Cynthia Erivo I, I watched her sing a very 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 difficult song from a different musical and she just fucking slayed so I'm really I'm really looking forward to seeing her do that because the songs that she's gonna have to perform are so difficult and I, I'm really looking forward to her performance so anyway mm -hmm. that's gonna be fun I'm yes. also looking forward to, it already has come out, but I've heard so many good things during Thanksgiving. My friends, um, when we got drinks together, kept talking about King Richard, the um, movie about the um, Williams sisters. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. So I'm gonna definitely watch that and maybe, maybe force my family to watch it with me for during the holiday yeah. season. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing that, that movie. So yeah, yeah those HBO are the things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited and, and, and want to see that movie. So those are my big ones. I think this year, my silly prediction, will we get a Rihanna album? <laughs> the answer to that is probably not. No. I don't think it'll happen. Honestly, um, I hope we get a Rihanna album before we get a Rihanna baby. I really do hope that I really do hope that I'm if she wants a baby I, I know I thought about that too like I I want her I want her to be happy I want her to have whatever she wants you know so if she if she wants a baby awesome yeah yeah, yeah. what what is that yeah. what is know. that <laughs> I don't know it comes back to the Jennifer and the Ben thing it's like yeah I I mean I'm I'm here for it I love it not to you know contradict myself but women yeah. should have and be able to change their minds even if it's yeah. in the last 30 minutes um i would say that you know jennifer could do anything she could have whoever and so mm -hmm. can rihanna and i just like uh -huh. asap's cute but he's a baby he's a baby and they look good together they look they delicious do. but i also just like i want rihanna to be with somebody who just like sweats her who just and i just don't think asap knows how good he has it i just don't really so that's my like outside looking in, but yes, if Rihanna wants this, I just love this clip of her and the interviewer is like, so are you thinking about having any babies anytime soon? And she's like, yeah, I mean, I got a lot of work to do before then. And it's just like this, I'm like paraphrasing it because Rihanna-isms are their own in, yes. in her own she's, way. She's yeah. just amazing Quotable as hell. and an icon. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I hope that she's doing everything that she wants to do. Yeah, so, totally, totally. We'll see. But yes, Rihanna album. 
I'll be amazing. She's not too busy. If, if, if you're not too busy, will you give a peasant just a, a little thing to dance to? In it. In it. In it. Bloody hell, Rihanna. Yes. All right. What, do you have a silly prediction? I have no silly predictions. Um, I'm here for whatever Beyonce is about to give us, you know, for True. her last article in Harper Bazaar. She's like, listen, mm-hmm. I just want to give people something that brings them joy during this difficult time. So I'm still waiting for that. Amazing. Um, uh, the Chloe Bailey and Haley Bailey, whatever they do, I support the girls as her, <laughs> the prodigies of the Beyonce Carter Knowles um, Blue Enterprises. And (laughs) (laughs) so I am waiting for that. And that's it. I just think, I think this is going to be more luscious content to watch and talk over. I'm not going to lie. I will be seeing Squid Games 2. I will be seeing Squid Games 2. We can't even get, we can't even get into that. I know. I, I, I do. I, I have a watch. threshold. I have a threshold for violence. I am. I am a product of my environment. <laughs> and man, was it! It was. It was just good. It was just good. I'm sure it was. I just. I can't. It's no. Just not... I would not suggest it for you. I would not. Why would you watch it? Mm-hmm. No. What I am looking forward to is seeing more of another silly prediction. I want to see a clothing line from here. I, I think I want to see a clothing line from Harry Styles. I fucking loved that he came out with a nail polish line, but that Why was really is that fun. Man so scrumptious. Uh, but he's also I know just like a baby too. Yeah, he's I like don't know. Years old, dude. He's what? He's twenty-seven years old. I googled him yesterday. Yeah. So I was like, how old is Livy Wild? I just wanted yesterday. to know. So I was like, I was rooting for them. I- I'm really rooting. <laughs> I just want everyone to be happy. <laughs> Yeah, but I really want to see, I want to see what else he comes out with. I loved, I loved that he thought like, he's moving in this androge way. And I like fucking love that he came out the nail polish mm. line, you know, get your coins the way you get them. Like, yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I thought that was really fun. And so I, I would like to see um, more of, of what he does with like also, his, his growth, personal growth. Oh, I think this is a personal moment one, but I think I may save it for that. But like, I just love the notion of like the main character, it girl trend that's out. And I want more of that. I want more of that in the culture, in online culture can you, spaces. Can you, have you, I think so that's a personal moment. I think it's a personal okay. moment thing. Cause I have no where idea like it, Cause it's about like TikTok and like uh. people like, this is the way to be- become your it girl. And so I think it's a personal huh. moment thing of like, what's coming out what people are doing the trends that are coming out that brought you joy yeah stepping into 2022 so add that so what do you mean i've never heard of this it girl trend so there's this trend that's going out of like people really romanticizing their lives right Mm -hmm. of like taking little like tiktok videos of like their tea when they wake up or like you know like their Mm -hmm. their daily the art like that they do or like putting their shower and it can be as simple or like as sexy as you want to be but really it's like just grabbing and taking visuals of like these moments in your day in which you're like the it girl or the main character and like treating yourself in such a fashion and I just I love that obviously anything that we talk about could be taken in this like now who who is the it girl and who's defining it and so on and so forth but I think anytime that we take to like 
celebrate ourselves in our, in our own. Yeah. I love, I love a trend like that. I like the idea of like the simplicity of it. Cause I think the it girl thing can be like, it can, yeah, there, there can be some concerns I have with that. Just, um, yeah, in some ways, like romanticizing the idea that we have to be like everything needs to be shown of like how good our lives are. But I like the idea what you described though, feels so different. Like the idea Mm -hmm. of like enjoying a simple cup of tea and deciding to like make that luxurious for you. Uh, That sounds really beautiful. Like um, that it girl can be like, or that like you are the star of your own fucking movie. Yes, I like that. I like that. I think we're just like so self-depreciating most of the time. Like the way that even like I have to like, I'm unlearning of like making jokes about myself to like make myself the butt of the joke before somebody else does or before somebody else thinks it. It's like, I'm so over that. I'm leaving that behind in 2021. It's like, no, I'm the shit. And I want that for you. I want you to think you're the shit too. Yeah. <laughs> More of yeah. the time. So anytime that we're yeah. putting ourselves on a pedestal to be like, I am the main character. It's like, yes, we are all in our own world and we have the choice to make people exist or not. Yeah. And somebody can take that and run with it and use it to have a toxic narrative. Yes. And I'm also here like, no, I am I am in it girl. And this is this is it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And so on that more note. of that. More of that. And on that note. self-love. Yes. More self-love. I am really excited to talk about um, in the next, in our, our part two. Yeah. What are some things that challenged us and what are we hoping to step into in this next year? It's been hard, but there also been moments of joy. And we, we really intentionally try to do that in this, in this um, podcast this season. So yeah, let's get into it um, next episode. Yes. And hit us up. Let us know what your favorite pop culture moments were um, this year, because Vogue didn't get it all. And we certainly Mm -hmm. did not speak to it all. So I'm curious to know, like, what stood out for you all. So hit us up on Beyond Curious Pod at Beyond Curious Pod on the gram. And also check out the show notes in beyondcuriouspod.com. Yes. Yes. And stay curious. Stay curious.